Welcome to the Life After Life podcast, where we explore our soul's physical and non-physical journey. I'm Majana. Let's discuss angels, guides, and loved ones from the other side. Hello and welcome back. (laughs) All right, today is compliments of Sierra. She wrote in some really, really great questions about visiting with loved ones that are on the other side when we're sleeping. And in fact, other things when we're sleeping. So she asked, when we're dreaming of a loved one, is that really a dream or are they visiting us? And do we leave our bodies and hang out with them? Or is it just that they're coming to us? Or, you know, how does this whole thing work? And how can you tell the difference? Great, great question. All right, I know that many of you have had meetings with your loved ones when you're asleep. And in fact, that's one of the easiest ways to connect with them and get signs from them that they're around you because obviously when you're asleep, your subconscious mind and your conscious mind are not battling for authority, right? Your conscious mind is out of the way. So your subconscious mind kind of does two things. It remembers everything that's happened in this lifetime. So when you're awake and you're trying to make things happen in your life, but you feel like you're sabotaging yourself or you just can't get motivated or whatever it is. And, you know, people often go, oh, my subconscious mind just gets in my way and undermines what I'm trying to do. Well, yes and no. Your subconscious mind is actually 100% on your side and is trying to protect you. So since it never forgets anything, maybe there was a time earlier in your life that you tried something similar and it didn't work out so well and your subconscious mind is going, oh, we've been down that road. I am going to not let that happen again because I don't want you to get hurt physically or emotionally. So I'm just going to help you not be successful at that. So we feel like it's sabotage, but it's really not. So that's a whole different podcast is communicating with your subconscious mind, which you can do, and it's pretty cool, actually. Now, when you're asleep, your conscious mind obviously takes a back seat, and your subconscious mind comes forward. So especially when you're new to trying to communicate with disincarnate beings, your conscious mind is totally 100% into the earth dimension, and your conscious mind may very well be going, that doesn't happen. You cannot do that. You can't see those people. Therefore, you can't talk to them. And it's actually in times like that, that your subconscious mind is connected to all that is. And and it's kind of going, oh, yeah, you can. So again, they're disagreeing. So if you're wanting to make that connection with angels, guides, loved ones, higher self, and you're really having a hard time doing that when you're awake, It's easier to do it when you're asleep because your your conscious mind is out of the way. So you can ask your loved one, come to me in my dreams, please. Ask your angels and guides to help you remember that. When I wake up, please help me remember. Have a journal by your bed. And as soon as you wake up, write down anything at all that you remember. It might not seem coherent. It might be bits, bits and pieces. But with practice you'll start remembering those a little bit better because when you write it down, you're also telling your mind that you're taking it seriously and you do want to remember. 
All right. So, yes, you are talking to loved ones when you're asleep. And once you've done this a couple times, or at least when you remember it, there is a very, very clear difference between a dream of someone and visiting them when they actually come to you, um, even though they're on the other side. Because then when you wake up and you remember it, it that's what it is. It's remembering. It feels more like a memory rather than a dream, a very, very different feeling. And I know many of you have experienced that, because, and we've talked about it. When my mom first died, she would come to me, and it started out as always being one of the two best places that we would have conversations when she was alive. Road trips. I loved taking road trips with mom, and we would just get into these really cool, deep conversations. And the other time would be in the morning when we would wake up, if I was at mom and dad's visiting them, mom and I would just sit either outside or on the couch, drink coffee, and also have really great conversations. So when she first died and came to me, that's how we would spend our time. We would either go on a virtual road trip or like sit on the couch or outside having our coffee and talking because that was really familiar. That's when we did it in the re in reality. So it was real easy for my mind to accept this is mom coming in while my body's asleep and we're having these conversations and they definitely were memories, not a dream. So then after doing that for quite some time and, and I'll say that, yeah, even though I'm a medium and I can hear them when you lose somebody that you love it's painful and that I know I've talked about this that emotion is what prevents us from being able to make the connection with them so it was even easier for me at that time for mom to come in my dreams because when she would get near and feel her energy my grief would kind of block our communication so it's easier when my subconscious could just take over and we do it at dreams so then after a while, it shifted, and this was really interesting. This had to, I don't even know what this was about, but she would come, and it would start out as our conversation, but then I guess when our conversation was over, I would carry it into a dream, and I had this repetitive dream always about a house that we was not their house. I don't even know what this house was about, but it was always mom dying again. And I mean, like four or five times I would have this dream always very, very similar about having to lose her. And I finally said one night before going to bed, I said, hey, mom, please come and talk to me. Let's go for a road. Let's go on a road trip while I'm asleep. But please make sure that that energy is closed when we're finished, because I don't want it to go back into that dream again. I cannot keep losing you. It's too painful. And that's all it took was a request. I have not had that dream since, and that was years ago. So very, very grateful. We just, I just want you to know how powerful you are. All you have to do is ask. There's so many things that we can do and can control that we don't think we can because it just seems too out there. So, hey, my thing is, it's always better to try, right? Always ask and at least give it a try and you will be amazed at your abilities. So the other part of her question, Sierra's question was, 
So did mom and I actually get in a car and go for a ride? Well, no, it was, it was our, our essence, right? Our souls were connected, but it put it in a familiar frame so my conscious mind could grasp that. It put it into something I was, could identify with. So my physical body was in bed, sound asleep, and my soul was hanging out with mom. So, and then, so her question was, do you, do we leave our body or do they just come to us and we stay in our body? And I think that answer would be yes and, right? There are times that maybe we, she's just there and we're just talking. But when I saw that, that we were on a car ride or we were in a specific place, I do believe that you leave your body. I mean, you, your soul leaves your body a lot when, at night and you travel around. So that was part of her other question was, all right, so we leave our body. What do we do <laughs> when our soul leaves our body at night? Where does it go and what do we do? Question again. So it, a lot, actually, we do a lot. We do a lot of work. So you might be visiting loved ones. You might be just kind of traveling around. You know, have you ever experienced deja vu? I think that sometimes is because you've been traveling, like remote viewing or actually physically leaving your body, your soul leaves your body. You go to another place for whatever reason and you see it, you experience it. And then you come back to your body. And then when in lifetime, this lifetime and timeline on earth, when you go to that place, it's like, gosh, this looks really familiar. I feel like I've been here. Or maybe conversations or you see people. So I think that not always, but one cause of that is when your soul has just gone on an adventure, maybe checking things out before the rest of your body catches up and hasn't been there yet. So the other thing is we really are kind of like spiritual warriors, I guess. We do so many things in our sleep. Some of us can visit other planets and we do work on other planets or, or just kind of like go get intel, go get some information. We often travel to other dimensions to do, to help out. It's like we're light workers, right? Not everybody, but if you are a light worker, for example, this young man, I want to say, I'm trying to remember this is quite a while ago. I want to say he was in his teens when he transitioned from earth and so I was connecting him with his mom and he, that was what she asked, well, what are you doing? And it was really cool. Cause I, he showed up like to let me know that he was fighting for the light. He was fighting the darker side of the universe and being a force for good. We do a lot of that while we're sleeping. There was one time that I didn't remember it until somebody brought it up, but I had actually gone into another dimension to help somebody come out that had been there doing some work as well and needed help. So I went to help them. And while there, I kind of had a, an attachment, like a lower form of energy that also wanted out, but really didn't need out kind of hitched a ride and I didn't know it for a while. I just knew I didn't feel quite right. So we, we do so many things. I know on this podcast, I talked about Brock 
one time when he was quite young and had been asleep, was coming awake, but not fully back in his body. He was actually kind of caught between the two worlds. And I had to bring him back, talk him back and tell him to check for his angels to come to help him fight off whatever he was fighting off. So we do so very many really great, deep, probably even heroic work when we're asleep because our souls don't need to sleep, right? That's just our physical bodies. So our souls are connected to all of the love in the universe and certainly can take on more than this little physical body that we've got going on right now. So again, depth. There's so much depth to the universe that we only touch the tip of the iceberg. It's really quite amazing. I was having a session with someone else. This just reminded me. And she somehow we started talking about sleeping and what you do, astral traveling and do the work in your sleep. And what her guide showed me that was very cool is one of the things that she does is actually go to like this other planet in this very different, I don't know, I don't think it's a dimension, but a different universe for sure. And she works with kids. She, they showed me her working with kids in this other form and educating, spending time with them. Again, she was a light worker, just definitely this huge force of love. And that's how she chose to contribute to the greater good. So, you know, it kind of makes me start wondering and thinking about this a lot. We come here and have this human experience repeatedly, right? Reincarnation. We have different bodies. We have different cultures, genders, so forth. So many different experiences. And since our soul doesn't need that sleep, it continues to experience while our bodies rest. So it almost is like, do we have multiple personalities going on or, you know, multiple jobs, I guess? Our soul is doing more than one task at a time. So my daytime job is being Majana and my nighttime job is fighting off evil forces in the universe. I, I don't know. Again, just expanding our thinking. I mean, everything's possible. And that's pretty cool to think about unlimited possibilities and what you would like to be. I think maybe we're all superheroes and we all have superpowers we're not even aware of. So sometimes those dreams that we have may be our other life, our experiences that our soul is having while our body sleeps. Maybe we're bringing some of that awareness into our physicality and it shows up as dreams. I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there. It's not all pleasant, and we do go out and fight some of that, so maybe that's part of our nightmares. There's also tremendous love and joy, more love and joy than, than the other side of the spectrum. So when we're having really great dreams, maybe we're bringing some of that in. It makes sense there would be some crossover there, right? Especially if we're on our spiritual journey and we're having an awakening and really stepping into all that is possible. And... Most of the time, I don't remember my dreams. I honestly don't remember much. Now, if I'm communicating with my mom or dad, because that's a memory, it's not a dream, I, t I do remember those. But actual dreams, not so much. 
So again, like always, I would love to hear your thoughts on this and more questions because your questions often bring up questions for me. You get me thinking about something I've never thought about before. And I love that. I love that so much. So divergent thinking, convergent thinking, just thinking. All right. You can get me at Majana at lifeafterliferadio.com. I would love to hear from you. And please check out our website. It is www.soulfoodtalks.com. And we have a lot of freebies on there. There's several buttons, like categories, to save you time. So you can hit the freebies, and it'll take you to some astrological things Thomas has put on there. And I have some meditations on there, and they are free. I would love for you to download those. And then there are information about the sessions that, that I do as well. And finally, I started these meditations and put them to music a while ago. And oh my gosh, this takes so much time. So the only ones that I have on there right now are for enlightened tots. Basically, it's preschoolers. And they are meditations that I wrote, and I put them to music. So it's a great way to send the little ones off to sleep at night. It gets them introduced to some meditation language. They're guided meditations, sort of like bedtime stories with music that end up with them in their bed resting peacefully. So those are on the website as well. In fact, those are the special features right now with a discounted price. All right, stay healthy, stay happy, sending everybody lots of love and appreciation. And I look forward to hearing from you soon. And until next time, Namaste.